Hello. Ladies and gents, welcome to a very special episode of Bourbon Beer and Beyond. We have a mini episode for you, or it could be end up, end up being longer than that, who knows, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, but in the previous episodes, uh, you've probably heard the wonderful music of the Reverend Payton's Big Damn Band that has been our outro, um, and then also we've been talking about it in our Beyond segments uh, that Dan has brought up. Unfortunately, we don't have the whole crew here today. It's just me, Tyler, coming to you from Brown County. We are not recording in the shitty basement this week, uh, but we're actually in a really nice cabin in Brown <laughs> County, in the hills of Brown County. Uh, oh, nice. Nice. Interesting. <laughs> Fair enough. We literally, we couldn't get started until now because the front porch was just getting worked on. <laughs> at night, yeah. A, a yeah, flying squirrel infested uh, cabin in Brown County, Indiana. Uh, I mean, I, I can't complain. I mean, I, I uh, you know, it, it it is nice. There be, you know, I, I I shouldn't complain. There's people out there who don't have houses, but it's uh, it it's definitely has tons of vibe and quirks, and mojo, yeah, magic. And, yeah, you know, it's got all that. You know, well, so if you've seen sure. where we record all of our episodes, <clears throat> you would think this is yeah. a damn good place. Yeah, <laughs> you're recording a really shitty basement that's got a sump pump that just kicks on throughout. <laughs> <Yeah. it. So. laughs> hey, the acoustics in here are actually pretty nice. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's why we worth. record in their basement is because it's super packed. You know, so yeah. it's best down there. Um, yeah, the acoustics in here are are, are really good. Yeah, it, we want to be set up to record in, in here. Mm-hmm. But I, I was thinking about I, you know, there's the road out there, and certain times of day, there's cars go by every now and then that we might mess up the recording in this room. Plus, right. all of our friends are hillbillies, so every time they drive by, they honk the horn. Mm-hmm. So we'd we'd have to yeah. do it like this time of night. You know, it's kind of late. I think if right. we did it late, we'd be fine. Yeah. Well, the studio it. where we professionally record, there's a train that goes by every hour or so to say and, similar problem. And big trucks. Big trucks can mess with recording there, too. Yeah, yeah I'm sure. Yeah. The, the last record I produced there, sometimes I produce records that are not my own, and uh, was messed up by just a truck going by. We had to <laughs> do some fixing. Dang it. <laughs> so the voice that you're hearing right now is Rev Payton himself. How's it going? That's me. And, uh, of course, we've got Washboard Breezy over there. Yep. And uh, we've got Sad Max Centini over here. Hey, hey. I think I pronounced your name right. Centini. Yeah, that's right. Nailed it. Sweet. Yeah. Um, but as we have talked about in previous episodes, um, I've been doing a lot of work with them for this album release and even in, in albums before this one. Um, but this one in particular is, is very special to me, as you all know. Um, you know, I, I did the album artwork for the CD and the vinyl. And then also did uh, the We Deserve a Happy Ending video, which I know I posted in the show notes, I think, two or three episodes ago. So I definitely hope that you all check that out. And if you have not, I don't know what your problem is. You need to do that now. Um, but today, which is March 10th, uh, we re- or they released another video that I was lucky enough to be able to film on the front porch uh, once again here at this cabin uh, for the song One More Thing. Um, but I really just wanted to have them on for a quick minute to kind of chat about maybe the new album, the, the music videos, and, and maybe what their plans are 
you know, for the rest of this year as far as where they're going um, and tour stops and things like that so that hopefully all of the wonderful listeners out there can catch them when they come through your town. Um, so maybe I guess we could start with, maybe start with the album kind yeah, of about, sure. you know, of course it, it did drop today. Um, and I think most notably, it's still number one on yeah. the charts, on yeah, iTunes. Yeah, it's on the number blues one on the, on the iTunes blues charts. was a pretty cool thing, you know, and, this is off the subject entirely, but I was thinking about it. We should have set up our podcasting stuff, too, and then done another podcast at the same time and try to get Meta. a twofer and no one would have known. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have a podcast now, too. It's called Hard Times and Weirdness. And, Sick and, look. And, uh, you know, we, we're, we're doing all kinds of stuff, man. But the, the record is, uh, is, is the thing. You know, everything we do, really, you know, from social media-wise, the videos and all that stuff, is really about the music. I mean, that's, that's what it's all about, you know. That's, that's why we do it. And uh, the uh, the record's really cool. It's a it's a stripped down kind of record, you know. Not that we're you know some people would say how the hell you strip it down any more than what you already are, but right. I mean it, it, it is. It's a, it's a, it's just a little more stripped down. There's a uh, the like the kick drum on the record is a suitcase, you know, things like that. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's it was a, a kind of a special project because. You know, I kind of, I, I kind of put it together. I, I don't know if I want to say on a whim. I don't know if that's necessarily the right thing. I put it together just like I, I had had this, this kind of this concept in my mind. And I just like, I just forced myself to do it. I booked studio time, and like we're going to the studio to record. And everyone's like, "What are you going to record?" I'm like, well, we'll figure it out. You know. And then I just kind of hold up here in this cabin, and got to work figuring it out. You know, yeah. kind of finalizing what I wanted, and it was. Um, Originally, like I didn't know if it was going to be like just like some covers for like record store day, or if it was going to be an EP. And, but I ended up getting enough, you know, new stuff out of sort of my notes and the time that I kind of I like had more together than I thought. I'm like, oh, okay, all right, so this is a record, you know. And I start playing it for some people, and and I'm like, you know, maybe I, you know, like I almost wondered if it was like demos for like you know a record, and they're like, no, this is the record, you know. So, it uh, was just kind of born from that. We went in the studio with, basically, we built it up from just, you know, mainly, like, me and a guitar. And then Max and Breezy just added to that, you know, like, we, we would listen to it. Like, do we, what do we need to do with this song? What's it need? Does it need more, or is it fine? And you just kind of tried to be minimalist about it. You know, minimal on the microphones, minimal on the, the tracking, minimal on all that stuff, you know. Right. And I'm pretty proud of the way it turned out, man. I think it's the most beautiful record that we've ever done. Uh, in terms of, uh, and that means like the production sonically, you know, subject matter maybe. Uh, you know, there's there's a lot about it that I think is, is just, just could be described as beautiful, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. The album cover is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> so there's, a, there's a, I, think, I think it is. I think it's the most beautiful record that we've ever done. So, I, I don't know if... Uh, you think it's beautiful because it's you on the front, Rev? Well, I mean, you know, if the shoe fits. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, I, I just think it's, I think it's cool, man. I think it's one of those things that people will listen to it and, and, and give it a chance. I think they'll like it. And there's been a few of our fans that have been like, oh, this is a quieter record than I thought it would be, you know, or whatever. But it's like, well, my intention was to kind of give the vibe like if you were just here at this cabin, mm-hmm. you know, on the front porch, you know. Yep. That's why it's called the right. Front Porch Sessions. That was my hope, is is that people got that vibe, you know. Right. And I named it that, 
And I just put myself on the front of it. You know, I've used that picture of yours because that, that was kind of what I wanted to convey. It's like, mm -hmm. look, this is a little bit different, you know. Right. Uh, but really and truthfully, I think that for a lot of the songs on it, um, the ones that are just me, like if you were to go back to some of our other records and turn down the percussion, it might end up, you could come up with something pretty, similar, you yeah, know, maybe. Yeah. So I really think that for our true fans, the people that really understand where I'm coming from, like the we did a record, Peyton on Patton was with one microphone. Mm -hmm. You know, like for our true fans that listen to this, I think they're not only going to understand that this isn't really that different, that it's just another record that, along with our collection, but it's, uh, I, I think our true fans are going to listen to this and say, oh man, I, I you know, the, this band just keeps working. Sorry. You know, damn what it. are you doing, Breezy? I, I touched my phone <laughs> and, and then it showed that it was our own music that I touched. That is embarrassing. <laughs> it's even more embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> Well, that's it. <laughs> we got to call the podcast there. Someone tagged me in a link of our own damn video. I'm like, what is this? They tagged me. It's like, oh, cool. Hey, have you seen yeah, this I video? Yeah, I didn't know yet? about that video. Thanks for letting me know. <laughs> but you know, anyway, uh, uh, the as far as the record goes, you know, we this one has been another like we released it with the help of Thirty Tigers, mm -hmm. record label out of Nashville. It's they do different kinds of record deals than the your general record contract is so uh, it's kind of like self-releasing it with the help of them in right. a lot of ways so yeah. there's been a lot of stuff a lot of more work for this record than normally there is for us and a lot more of our money invested in it and you know so in a way we took a chance on it you mm -hmm. know? and we've had to do a lot of things ourselves that in the past we might have had some label support or whatever you know and you know, part of it's been the videos. Right. You know, the videos we, you know, another thing about this record is too, is it's been recorded a while, but it takes a while to get things set up. And then when we, we had everything going, you know, it like... You all were sitting on it for about a year. Yeah, you? yeah, you know, or, or almost. And then, then like, you know, what happens is though is that you get a, once like things are finalized, then it starts to snowball. Right. And it's like, oh my God, everything, it's going, it's, the release date's set, and oh, we don't have this done, or this done, and this mm -hmm. done. And it's like the videos, you know, we, we needed to have videos for this, because it's something that we've gotten to be kind of known for, right? you know? And uh, I, uh, <laughs> someone wrote on the comment on uh, one of our videos, or on the We Deserve a Happy Ending, they said that we were the Americana OK Go now. <laughs> they said, <laughs> <laughs> laugh. I said, what? I see. That's what I thought. I'm like, we'll take it. Yeah, that's not a bad yeah they make some of the coolest videos out. Hey, speaking of that, so we got this uh, super fan, John King. He's got one leg, lost a leg to cancer, and but he has a uh, he got a decaled OK Go leg. He sent me a message today. He says he gets another leg in eight months, getting a big damn band leg. Oh wow. my god! That's how you know you made it. Yeah, I so love you are that. A person's appendage. I love yeah. that. <laughs> Holy crap! Maybe the music videos is the link. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. But, you know, <laughs> we we are what happens when you, like, if OK Go didn't have any money, maybe, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah. put together our videos with no budget. That's the thing that has always, like, kind of, I've always been proud of anyway, mm -hmm. yeah. is that our videos don't, have never had any, any real money thrown at them. In this video, we had no money, you know. We had to shoot it at our house. You know, like, and it was crazy. This was the most ambitious, insane thing that I, I have ever accomplished and have ever tried to do. 
If it had failed, we would have been the pariahs. Well, I think I think the worst part, if it failed, we would have killed our friend who we set on fire. Maybe burn down case. the house. Or... Worst case scenario. I yeah. would say killing our friend would be worse than burning down our house. I don't think you would have died. We're more like burns. Right. Severe. Severe yeah. Very severe. Uh-huh. But let me tell you something else, though. When it, that, that video, setting a human being on fire, it was actually... I, I looked in, into doing this. I researched it, and... We were going to try to get someone like a daredevil or a stuntman and didn't know how much it cost and we couldn't get anybody. You know, no one would want, like, there just wasn't anybody around that does that kind of work. If you're looking for a job, maybe getting into stunt work, maybe that's it. <laughs> Especially in the Midwest because we couldn't find anyone. Yeah, we couldn't find anyone. So, um, but I started looking at this, you know, and I'm going, man, I think we can do this, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and Jim volunteered. And actually, after Jim volunteered, I had a couple more people that volunteered. Said they do it if 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 Jim decided he didn't want to do it. <laughs> so, I mean, that's two parts. One, it's kind of cool that to have enough people that trust me enough to be like, dude, you think you can do this? By God, yeah, you know, like, let's do it. Right. And it, it's another thing just to have people out there that are willing to to sort of donate their time because they believe in just the cool things that we do. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it's really like you go back to. If you go back to our like through our first few videos, like I mean, clap your hands when our first year. Our first video was Mom's Fried Potatoes video, which that one didn't work out. It, it's pretty good. It was supposed to have way more shooting things with potato guns. That was kind of what it was all about. We got all this stuff to shoot with potato guns. We were gonna shoot that, and then the potato gun broke after we fired like three times. <laughs> so that's the video. Yeah. See, like getting like shot, fired three times. But yeah. clap your hands though. We had hundreds of people that came out to dance in a barn. Yeah. Uh, so that was the very first video I ever saw of your all stuff. That's yeah. a lot of people's introduction yeah. to us because that it's video has that video has. Uh, I mean, it's like over a million views, you know. So yeah. there's a lot of people that have seen that video. There's a man at the in store today that said, "I got a question about that. Clap your hands. How come I wasn't invited to that?" And I go, "Oh," <laughs> and then he's like, "Seriously, why wasn't I invited to that?" <laughs> and I'm like, "Well, we we filmed that like." eight or nine years ago. <laughs> right. And he's like, it was in Brown County. Someone should invite me. I had no idea who the guy was. And God. I'm like, well, it was a long time ago. And I'm like, also, it wasn't filmed in Brown County. It was actually filmed in Canby, Indiana, where I'm from. And he's like, what? No, that was in Brown County. The next time, I won't invite it. But he wasn't joking at all. Right. He, he was, was very just very serious that why would we have left him out? People are weird, man. I don't know. It's a strange world we live in, but... No, with that video, you know, we had to get all these people to help us, and then we had to find someone to donate a barn, and, and uh, the, the, the videographer for that was like, we need a working barn. I said, dude, you don't want a working barn. I yeah. said, you want a barn that's no longer working, but also not falling in. I right. said, and usually there's a very small window when that happens. Yeah. <laughs> like, as soon as a person's barn becomes a non-working barn, they, they sort of let it go. Right. Yeah. And if it's a working barn, we'll be knee-deep in shit. <laughs> yeah. So we don't want a working barn. Right. Know, so... We we that's that's why we we had to go to Cambys because we just couldn't find one anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So the um, you know with uh, uh, devils look like angels we we could, we shut down the street in Bloomington with Raise of Hell we shut down like three or four city blocks and you know with I think this one is the most the ambitious we set a human being on fire inside my house we we did all everything that's in we deserve a happy ending was in this little room right here. And it's hard, you know, for describing people listening. I don't know what is the. What do you think the 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 feet by feet of this room is? One. You know? <laughs> One. Yeah. This uh, room small. here is probably like 
15 by 12? 15 by, yeah. 15 by 15. 20 by 15. I'm going to go big, yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's and that's it. You know, you got this. It's and then, a it's and a, about seven and a half a foot ceilings. A long putt. Yeah. It's a long putt across. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I gauge everything by putts <laughs> by what golfing club it would take. Breezy was there. a state champion golfer. Did you know that? No, I did not. Not a lot of people do. Yeah. She won state and then never golfed again. I've never <laughs> seen her play golf except for at the range, Hung up where she hustled people that. every now and then. You know, yeah. and but I, I've. I've never, and she won't play with me. I'm terrible, so she's like, I could never play with you. You're too horrible. I, I, I would never want to do it. It'd be frustrating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she did also knock herself out with a tennis racket, though. A couple times, right? Twice. Okay. Twice. twice. <laughs> <laughs> Not just once, but twice. I, I do I do beat her at a... Uh... He just, that's... The, I was going to say, you, prob- you should probably continue. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Putt putt. Hey, yeah, go. I beat you last time though. I thought you were yeah, gonna you say did. Big Buck Hunter. Remember? Oh well, yeah, I beat everyone. Big <laughs> Buck Hunter. Remember when I beat him at Buck Hunter one time though? And he was broken hearted. I didn't. You know, I've never no, beat. Undefeated. Remember when Darwin did? When Darwin. Yeah, Darwin won. beat you one time. Huh? Guys. <laughs> no, but that was when that one was broken though. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 yeah. Yeah. There's never been yeah. functioning. It doesn't count when, uh, okay. when the gun's not functioning. Darwin's good though. They don't know who Darwin is. Darwin's my guitar tech. Real good. Who uh, lost a bunch of money to me at Buck Hunter? And I, I, <laughs> still, I've decided. I've decided. I don't think I'm ever going to play him again. Too. I think it's going to be funnier to, to not ever play him again. <laughs> kind of like Breezy never playing golf again. Kind of like yep. that. Just walk away a, a big winner. Here's yeah. the deal. Once you've mastered something, what more you got to do? <laughs> <laughs> Just hang up the towel. This might be my last album. Throw you never on the know. towel. <laughs> uh, kind of going back to the video, though. I think uh, from my perspective. I did not see the entire video. I hit record, and once we got the music rolling, I saw Jim come out, and when he got literally on top of you, and you could probably feel the heat from his body with the flames, that he got so close. Oh, yeah, he, he touched me. I turned around, squatted down, and like had my hands to my face. and was like, I'm not going to turn around until this is done. And then I heard a bunch of commotion. I was like, okay, what's wrong? Then I turned around to see the pig getting wrangled off the porch. I stayed around long enough to watch that, and then I turned back around because I was just too afraid. <laughs> really? I was not only was I afraid that my camera was just going to decide to give me the finger and stop recording after we successfully lit a human being on fire. <laughs> um, that then I just turned around because I was like, well, there's still too many things that could come out of that door and fail. So it's like I don't want to see it if it happens and it goes south. <laughs> really? You quick. turned around? I can't believe I, I couldn't watch it. I, wow. I couldn't. It, it, I knew what was happening because I knew the order, obviously, but. You know, as long as I didn't, I, I was like, if I don't hear a scream, I know everything's okay. But then we I heard that watch pig. It either. I heard we, that pig oh. come down the the thing, and I was like, oh shit! Yeah, yeah the pig. Well, you can't tell. In the the pig was screaming, but you know, most people, if you're not around pigs, you don't realize pigs are loud. Right. Everyone they, was like very loud. And they make the most horrible sound. Yeah, they sound like they're being killed when they're not. Like your, they're, yeah. your music was being blared through that monitor, and I could hear it clear as day. You know. Yeah, like, I mean, the pig is loud. I mean, the pigs are loud, and I. You see, I've I've dealt with uh, I've wrangled uh, livestock before for other videos and photo shoots, so I <laughs> I've had a little experience in that area. So I knew that the pig was going to be loud. I at least had a feeling. And which episode was it that you talked about that in? Was it two episodes ago in the podcast? Well, yeah. apparently well, I talked te- about it in two episodes. Technically, you talked about it in two episodes. So why not bring it up on another podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Cross <Crop> podcast. <laughs> Oh, Rev, the pig guy with the shotgun guitar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the pig guy, pit wrangler. 
got the pigs. <laughs> yeah, but you know, with, with with that video, we had to keep emoting the song, you know, into the camera, so we couldn't look at all the things that were happening either. And and uh, I I uh, when Jim touched me, I, I almost blew it. Mm-hmm. You played it off. I was just right. You were yeah. like a, an inch away from giving it completely away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was, it was perfect. I, yeah. I, I, I if you'd been the one to blow it, though, it would have been pretty embarrassing. Yeah. They were so mean to us, saying that we couldn't look and that we couldn't <clears throat> be trusted. Well, it was also we perfect because right at that moment, I was about to drop my suitcase entirely. Yeah. When Jim was on fire and yeah. running into Rev, and like, but nobody's looking at me because there's a guy. <laughs> there's on, a guy on fire. fire with, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like this suitcase is about to entirely fall out of my lap and just blow the whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, there was a man on fire. Yeah. Because it took that away. Well, I mean, that was a, that was amazing. Like, just <clears throat> that whole, just everything about it. You know. It was a great day. It was a great process too. And the fact that it went off, nobody harmed. Maybe a pig. Yeah. But first know. take, man, without a hit. Yeah, and that's another thing. I mean, I know some of you all have probably watched the video, but it, it's literally one take from start to finish. I set my camera up on a tripod. I had the really, really hard task of hitting record and hoping that it didn't stop on me. And uh, <laughs> You were sweating a little bit. Just oh, like you have nerves. no idea. You have yeah. no idea. Yeah. I was... I, I, was re- I know I've talked on an episode before about how I hate shooting weddings, but like this was up there with shooting a wedding. Like It was stressful as hell for me because... A, there was a human being set on fire. That's the real cream of the crop. And that's the moneymaker of the whole video. You know, and, you know, the real real big part of it, I guess. And, again, technology fails. You know, so if it just decided to overload the camera and stop right after that, I would probably just be like, well, I'm going to leave all my gear here, hop in my car and drive home, and I'll probably see you all in about a year. (laughs) Well, I mean, things happen. Like, people were really stressed out. And I was thinking to myself, well, if something does go wrong, we'll do it again. Right. You know? We we have have the option to do it. Yeah. I I, I didn't want to set Jim on fire a second time. But I felt like if, if we had to set him on fire a second time... Right. That would probably be okay. He'd have gone for it. That, yeah, yeah, he'd have gone would. for it. Yeah, especially if it uh, was okay the first time. Now, we couldn't sim over and over and over again. We no. probably had two good ones in with the stuff we had. Right. But, you know, regardless, whatever the deal was going to be, I I felt like it could only be screwed up so much by someone. Like, as long as everybody's part went off. Like, I was worried about the blood squibs yeah. from the gunshot wound. Like, if that one didn't go off, right? you know, that could have been a problem. It was like certain things that the that's pig... Tr- yeah, that's true. I the pig, as long as the pig got out the front door, I figured it'd be fine. I thought, worst thing is, the pig stayed on the porch. <laughs> the whole time, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that's the worst thing. And that might not be that's so bad, you know? And I was a pig on the porch. Unless it gets run over by the motorcycle. When yeah, it comes or something. Out I figured he'd get out of the way. I figured he'd get out of the way. You know, yeah. like, like, there's just... I thought, man, whatever kind of happens is, is going to be the video. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I told everyone, I'm like, look... Just go with it, right? You know, you just just you've got a few seconds. You got to get off the porch, but just go with it. And but it worked out perfect. Every single part was perfect, and the dog even came back at the end. That was just yeah, that was pretty crazy. Yeah, like the all that was, kind of thing. All that was choreographed, and it all worked. And all those people were just pals of ours. Yeah, that's another thing that's amazing. Yeah, you know, my mom hit play on the music. Right, you know, I mean, like it's just that kind of stuff, it's just nuts, you know. I don't think I've ever seen anyone be so nervous to have that job either. Like <laughs> when it wouldn't play at first, she was like, "Tyler, 
it won't play. <laughs> like, you just gotta open the phone up. <laughs> it, it, just... it was maybe the worst person to choose to do because your mom is not. She's not on iTunes. Not a technologically I mean, savvy. No, she's on iTunes. She, but she never iTunes, answers but... it and doesn't know how to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I just thought that she was something she could handle. You know, just hit play. I was like, you hit that button. <laughs> I'm right just saying, there. like, she, it, it was. It, <laughs> I don't know. Was, That's a pretty yeah. big task. Yeah. It was an important task. I thought it'd be an easy one, but it was. An, it, it she was also important. holding all our keys and our sunglasses. She was. <laughs> she was. She was the keeper of the keys and the things like that. That's true. Yeah. Very true. So. So with uh, today on March 10th, uh, of course, that the album released, uh, we we just got back a couple hours ago actually from a uh, an in-store performance at Landlocked uh, in Bloomington, Indiana, and I know tomorrow you all are headed off to Indy for e- is it Indy CD and vinyl? Is mm-hmm. that it? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. This will probably be posted on Sunday, so maybe kind of fill in where you are going after Sunday. So Sunday we head to Toledo. And then we head to Cincinnati on Monday. On Tuesday, we're in Nashville. And then Wednesday, we go to St. Louis. Cool. And uh, so... All record store shows Those are all record store And they're all free. Free? And they're all free. Some Uh, with free beer? Yeah. A lot of them. I think all, but maybe tomorrow. Really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, free beer and all that stuff. Well, it is a Sunday in Indiana. And alcohol oh, yeah. is weird on a Sunday in Indiana. Right, right. Yeah, that's true. And then you all are off until March 17th, right? And then you all have your official album release, quote-unquote. On St. Yeah. Patrick's Day. At St. Mm-hmm. Patrick's Day at the Hi-Fi. That's right. Which is an awesome venue. I've been there... In Indianapolis. Year, yeah, about a year and a half. It's in Fountain Square. Mm-hmm. Uh, about a year and a half ago, I was there, and it was smaller. And if I understand correctly, they have now expanded. Yep. Yeah? Yeah. Did More they buy the, the like... They bought Chinese the place next restaurant to it, or something. Yeah. yeah. So now it's like a full-on huge venue. Yeah. I hear they even have their own bathrooms now. Oh, you don't have to walk through that shady alley and yeah. get into the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was the weird experience of going to the hi-fi. Yeah. Um, and then after that, you all are out for quite some time, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Of... Basically, rest of the year. You know, we've got a few hodgepodge days off here and there, but we'll be doing two. European tour spending over eight weeks, probably closer to nine weeks over there this year, and um, big old U.S. tour as well. So and it's gonna be busier. If I remember hearing correctly, you're possibly going down under to Australia. Uh, yeah, yeah, looking at looking at that in November. Yeah, so. that'd be pretty cool. Um, It'll be warm down there then too. Huh? Yep. Yeah. Pretty much time. warm all year round down there. Yeah. yeah. So whenever you go, it's fine. You know? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Um, as far as the album goes. You know, I know I had posted something on social media the other day, kind of like a behind the scenes of the process and everything. Is there anything particular in particular that really stands out to all three of you all about maybe the recording process for this album or something that makes it more personal than maybe anything else that you all have done prior to this? Man, I will say I think it's I think it's the best sounding record sonically, like I mean, it, it, that we've put on plastic through and sure. through. It sounds phenomenal. The guitar tone on there is incredible. Well, and I didn't know until today, whenever you had mentioned it, that it's mastered digitally, CD, and vinyl. Yeah, three different ways. And you don't really hear of too many bands doing that. You know, no, yeah. it costs a lot. Sometimes I regret it. Hopefully, it pays <laughs> off. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's like my, my decision. You know, people I, people like listen to things in different ways. Yeah, I don't want to go through the whole process and then have like, well, first off, I don't want to go through the whole process and then have iTunes 
like algorithm, right? Like they will compress it their own way if you don't compress it for them. Yeah. And then I don't want to go through the whole process and then master it for CD and then have that just thrown on the vinyl mm-hmm. where you're not getting the full vinyl experience because you know for people that are into vinyl like we all are, yeah. You know, you want to have that full vinyl experience. experience. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's it's funny too because like listen to music like. I'll listen to stuff on, on on iTunes, you know, just the MP3s and stuff. So, you know, it's just, I, I listen to music a lot. And, mm-hmm. But it's a different experience when I want to listen to something here in this room on vinyl. So I want it to be right, you know. So, um, But as far as back to your question, though, I mean, I, I just think with this record, it's like, I, I really try with every record to, to make it better than the one before. Mm-hmm. And I truly, in my heart of hearts, believe that if you go back to the beginning of our records, I think every record gets better, you know, in, in, in a lot of ways. And, like, there's certain highlights. You know, you could do a greatest hits or something or a best of. And, like, if you were to take the worst song off of a, you know, a, a more recent record versus the best song on our first record or something like that, you know. Right. But as a whole, I think that the records get have gotten better. And... And I also try really hard to, you know, make each one, I don't know if it's like a, it's not a theme, because they don't have themes necessarily, but, but I try to, to make each one, it it's kind of its own thing, too. You know what I mean? Not just, oh, well, we made the same record again. You know? Right. Yeah. I think that's, you know, uh, kind of boring. You're making a new record. You yeah, it's a, a new record. Yeah, it's a new record, and, 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 and that isn't saying that we ever abandon our style. Like I, I have a style that's too sort of me to ever be able to even like get rid of it. You yeah. know I mean, I can't not not be that. But I'd like to make each record its own record, and this one I think is sonically beautiful, mm-hmm. and I think if people give it a chance, I think that they will they will agree. Yeah, and if uh, <clears throat> you know if you're looking for something that was a you know is a little bit more. I don't know, rocking and rolling in this record. I I, I think rockin', that <laughs> rocking and rolling. <laughs> God, but I, I think that uh, I I think that if you're, there's still something on there for you. You know what I mean? Right. It, it's it's just sort of in a, in a different way. You know. But uh, anyway, I'm I'm real proud of it, man. I'm proud of it, and I I don't know what you know. Every, with every record we do, I I I wonder like, oh, what's gonna happen with this record? And I. This one I, I don't I don't know man I, I think that it's it's just going to be like the rest of them is little by little one fan at a time our fans are going to be the people that come through and save us you know there's mm-hmm. no no big rich benefactor major label or major event we're just going to keep doing what we do and you know it, it I said it to just to, to a, a guy uh, who come over here to the cabin to interview us about the record and stuff uh, you know I, I said. It, with, it really comes down to music. And I was talking about, you know, playing country blues. Anyway, I said being the best country blues band in the world is a lot different than being the best hip-hop band in the world. You know? Mm-hmm. The best country blues band in the world, this is what you get. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it ain't, it ain't, that, it, it ain't that bad. You know, it's, it, and, I, and I, I, I just love making music, you know? Yeah. I said this to in that, that article, too. I, I said, if, if uh, if it wasn't at, at bars or venues where they played music, if music was in the mall at Claire's, 
Oh, I saw that today. And actually, I was just yeah. carrying my guitar down to the mall and going to Claire's and set up. You know? That was through the Indie Star, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dave Lindquist, our pal. But it's just, I, I think, uh, you know, no matter what happens, I, we'll just keep doing this. You know, right? Regardless of, of whatever else is going to happen in the world, because because it's it's what we do, and because it's, it, it, I, I would be doing it anyway. Yeah. You know, really and truthfully, I'd be doing it anyway. Right. No, no I think what. about that a lot. You yeah. Know? It's like if no one cared, I'd still be on the front porch doing it. Yeah. You know, so it uh, I might as well keep keep working at it. Mm-hmm. You know, keep trying to get better and, and keep trying to reach more people. And if it means that I have to do it on my own, yeah, with the help of my friends, then so be it. Right. It's worked so far. Yeah. And I kind of like it, at this point now. I I. I don't feel like doing uh, the music uh, industry any favors. Right. You know, mm-hmm. they can kind of kiss my ass. There. Yeah, <laughs> for lack of better word. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to just continue doing this. with. Uh, Do what makes you happy. Yeah, well, yeah. around them at yeah. this point, I'm thinking. Even maybe more around than I ever have been. Yeah, you know? yeah that's understandable. Yeah. Well, cool. Any other little things or anything you all want to input or... Other than that, I mean, no man, we're gonna be uh, let's see, you know, all over the, all over the country, mm-hmm. literally, all over the world. So anyone out there listening, check our schedule, bigdamnband.com/shows. We're on Instagram at bigdamnband, Twitter at bigdamnband, Facebook.com/bigdamnband, uh, MySpace. Dot com. <laughs> we need to update it though. We just yeah. realized that that hasn't been updated for a good eight years. So I'll be sure to link all of those uh, in hey, the show notes. If you, yeah, if you friend us on MySpace, we'll make you who our uh, top eight. Top eight. Sure top eight. <laughs> we should do that as a giveaway. Rev online. You want to be our be like, top eight? Buy our new album and post on MySpace and become get it. <laughs> get our top eight. Post a bulletin. Even eight people still being on MySpace. I don't even know no. how to adjust the top eight. I tried to go to MySpace. Their their mobile situation is terrible. Well, they on was an app. I tried to I tried to update our MySpace page. So Justin Timberlake bought it, made he, it a, a music thing. He, he needs to throw some money into it. Yeah. Well, he's and got it, so I that's don't know why where I'm it's thinking. going. Yeah. yeah. And, and Timberlake, come at me, bro. Let me produce your next record. <laughs> yeah. We'll do something cool. <laughs> but I'll be sure to link every uh, everything to, to get in touch or to, to follow the Big Damn Band in the show notes so that you all can easily do that. And um, But I really am I'm glad that I was able to have you all on here. This is uh, it's cool to have you all yeah. on here. It's cool to be here, man. And thanks so much for everything you Wait, did with this record. Wait, you were recording this? <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, yeah. But, uh, guys, this has been another uh, mini-episode from Bourbon Beer and Beyond. And, again, it's just Tyler this week. Uh, sorry, Dan and Steve, that you couldn't be here. And uh, we'll it's be... just, It was our personal request. Sorry about that. Yeah, they don't really like you all. So. <laughs> but we'll, uh, we'll probably be back next week or sometime, I don't know, with a, a regular full-length episode. And just so everyone knows, we weren't dry this episode. Max and I were enjoying yeah. 1792. Uh, which uh, was from one of their shows. So uh, it goes yeah, back to Green Room to Score, very tasty. Yeah, Green Room <laughs> Score, yeah. So uh, we weren't completely dry on this episode, so it is a bourbon and beer podcast. So we did have some bourbon in hand. All right, guys, take care. We'll be back soon, and uh, take it easy. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you.